big thank you to Dyson as we are now working with them, which is so, so exciting for sometimes Chibata slaps. If you are not familiar with Dyson, they sell fancy vacuums, hair straighteners, and so much more. Right now, you can save $130 on select Dyson Corral hair straighteners. You can save $150 on the Dyson Purifier Cool Formaldehyde Fan. You can save another $150 on select Dyson Cordless Vacuums. You can save $100 on select Dyson Airwrap Complete Multi-Stylers. And there's $100 off the Dyson Cool Tower Fan. If you're looking to save some money on Dyson products, now is the time. Head on over to SometimesShabbataSlaps.com for more information and links to the Dyson website. Oh! <laughs> Good. Action. guys how you doing how you feeling are you good i hope it's all well in your life you look phenomenal your butt looks amazing (laughs) (laughs) welcome back to sometimes you buy slaps i'm mac i'm dubes and today we're just gonna take a deep breath we're just gonna relax for a second okay ready so (sighs) today we're talking about emotions Yes, and emotional regulation. Self-soothing, what it means. Yes. How our emotions are created of sorts. Yes, what we can do to, well, yeah, obviously regulate them. (laughs) (laughs) How understanding your emotions can help you deal with whatever's causing those emotions. Yeah. Yeah. So... We're going to jump right into it with Psych 101 with Michaela. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) So your brain, nice and fun, Mm -hmm. uh, has four lobes, to be frank. Uh, (laughs) The frontal, which is in the front of your brain, the two temporal lobes on the sides above your ear, the occipital lobe in the back, and... Your frontal lobe is what controls your emotions. Yay! It's uh, self-control, decision-making, and emotional regulation. Yes. So this was discovered as emotional regulation because of a fun little guy named Phineas Gage. I love Phineas Gage. So cool. So for those who don't know, he basically um, was working on a railroad, got a spike through his eye, went straight up into his brain, and he didn't die. So naturally, psychologists are like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. How are you still functioning with something in your skull? Yep. And fa- turns out that that's where the frontal lobe came to be. Um, it's just, there's no life-supporting vital neurons in that part of your lobe. It's all emotions. Okay, so I have a question. Mm-hmm. With a lobotomy, it cuts out your frontal lobe. Yes. Because it, there's nothing life-supporting in it. So that's why people didn't die yeah so that's why it was used for like behavioral regulation okay which actually um because it's frontal lobe lobotomy yeah right and so they used it on quote-unquote crazy people Mm -hmm. to kind of numb them so it made someone who was like manic or again quote-unquote crazy yeah dull and just kind of not unresponsive 
Okay. So they did it in a specific way that would damage enough. With Phineas, it was just enough for him that he made him a nice guy into a really angry guy, which is very common with frontal lobe damage. Right. Okay. Because you can no longer regulate those emotions. Yeah, that makes sense. Fun facts. Love Um, that. Speaking of fun facts... Did you guys know that your brain has the consistency of toothpaste? Oh, good. (laughs) That's a true fact. I learned that. We had the medical examiner come out and give us a talk, and he's like, just so you guys know, you're a thinker. Same consistency of toothpaste. So if you get a spike through it, it's not that hard to damage it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So yeah, that's fun. Share that with your friends. It's true, I promise. Yeah. So so that's that on that. Mm Mm-hmm. And I mean, even like in my own personal life, um, my grandma just before she passed away, um, her cancer had moved up and she had a bump on her forehead. And that was around the same time where she became a total bitch to respect, rest in peace. But she was a crybaby. She was moody. She was easily agitated. She was, like, scowling at everybody. Yeah. She was also hallucinating, but I think that was the drugs that she was on. Good. But all of it made her very miserable to be around towards the end, which Mm -hmm. was a very hard thing for me to realize because she just became so nasty. Yeah. But even though it wasn't diagnosed that the lump on her forehead was a tumor, I think it was. I think it was affecting her frontal lobe. Hence the personality changes right before death. Because it was more so than just like, oh, I'm in pain. Like, leave me alone. It was like, you are nasty and I do not recognize you. That's crazy how Mm -hmm. much that can just affect a person. Mm -hmm. But at that point, it was already like cancer was all throughout her body. And so Uh they just kind of weren't really doing anything. It was just kind of pain management at that point. Right. Yeah. But so interesting stuff. Love that. Love that. And then so, so now when we're talking about emotional intelligence there are five factors of emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. so there's like self-awareness self-regulation motivation empathy and social skills we're thinking we want to kind of delve deep into each um section yeah so this might be a five-parter yeah we will see yeah we'll see where we get to but for today we are going to focus primarily on uh, self-regulation which involves self-soothing yes so jubes what do you do to self-soothe um so i like to re-watch tv shows because it's familiar yeah because it's familiar and i know what's gonna happen and so it's just something i can have on that's just like calming interesting and so i find like when I was really stressed with school, I was always watching a TV show Bones, and I would always watch Frozen. Because hmm. it was, like, my favorite movie, so it was my comfort movie. So if I was feeling distressed or, like, my life was chaotic, I would just watch Frozen. Okay. And it would be, like, an hour and a half of just, like, not having to pay attention to what I don't want to, kind of. Mm-hmm. And so then it would just be, yeah, it would just be a distraction. And so I can just kind of relax. Or even just, like, think through what's bothering me with, like, a neutral something going on so more so it's like background noise like familiar background noise in yeah a sense. okay fun yeah is there anything else that you do um not it, it's mostly just watching comforting shows fun yeah i like i will go shopping sometimes but sometimes 
that does more damage mm-hmm. where I'm like stressed about spending money and then I go in and like the mirror in the changing room makes me think that I don't look the way that I look. So then I come home and then I'm like mad about it. Mm. But then so then I need to self-soothe from self-soothing. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you It's can a vicious cycle. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that would be mostly what I would do. Fun. Distraction, maybe. Fun, fun. What about you? What do you do to self-soothe? My longest Mm -hmm. method has been nail-biting. Okay. Um, When I was going through some health issues, though, I found out that nail-biting is also um, a sign of mineral deficiency. Okay. Which I thought was really really interesting because your body wants to... Your nails are minerals, right? And so your body wants to reintegrate those into your system. Oh. And so, where I thought it was self-soothing, I was, like, actually a mineral deficiency. Interesting. But now, now I am no longer deficient. I'm I'm good. I've figured out my health. But I still find when I'm, like, particularly anxious about something, I'll, like, bite, like, the skin almost around my nails. Okay. Or I'll just bite my nails to trim them down. Right. If I feel like they're too long or something. Yeah. That's usually how, like... If I get, like, a chip almost in one of my nails and it's not smooth because I like to run my fingers on the edge of my nails, mm-hmm. then I'll chew it off and then it'll be so bad and then that's all I can think about till I cut it. But it's never been, like, a need to chew. Yeah. For me, it's more kind of subconscious now, if anything, where before I was, like, I was consciously, like, eating my nails raw. Oh, my goodness. So now they're not that bad. Now yeah. I can just, I find myself, like, kind of fiddling with it every so often. Right. Um but not full on like sucking my thumb kind of thing. Yeah. I've never fully done that. It's just kind of been like nibbling or like having it um, play or I play with my earrings. Oh yeah. When I'm really focused on something, I'll play with my earrings. Yeah. A lot. No, when I had earrings, mm-hmm. I would do that. And when I wore rings, I would spin them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I find even just like that motion is very like, that's yeah. what I used to do. It's like a touch, like stimulation mm-hmm. of sorts. So, okay, I had a thought. Mm-hmm. My love language is physical touch. Okay. Does that have anything to do with, like, touching things for, like, self-soothing? Like, rolling up in a fuzzy blanket to watch a movie? I guess if you crave touch to calm yourself down, then yeah, yeah I could see how that okay. would... Inter- I, I don't know for sure, but I can totally see how that would, like... That would kind of correlate. Or, yeah. Yeah. I'm... Yeah, I would say my primary love language is, like, acts of service. Okay. And I don't know if that... I don't see how that really relates to self, self-soothing. self Yeah. You know? No, that's fair. But, no, like, that physical... That's actually really interesting. Like, if you rely on... I mean, it's no longer self, but... But, yeah, If you rely just, on a hug from Bryce to be soothing... Yeah. That's really interesting. Well, that's a lot of it. Like, even the other day, he came mm-hmm. home, and I was just having a meltdown, because I had a long day, and I was just tired and hungry. And he, like, walked into the kitchen, and I just, like... I just, like, walked up to him and just, like, put my face on him. Yeah. He's like, hello. I'm like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> Which I guess is kind of another way that I self-soothe, but almost less so. Like, I'm just a bored eater. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that counts as self-soothing. Yeah, I, can. I think it can. Um, yeah, I used to rely on food. Yeah. I would always be snacking. Yeah. Um, and then I got really fat. <laughs> That's I know that's not a nice, nice word, but it's true. <laughs> I was obese. Um, just obese. Yeah. But since kind of going back onto my fitness side, yeah, I don't 
directly avoid food, but I don't catch myself snacking as much. Okay. Because I feel satisfied from the meals that I'm eating. Mm-hmm. Um, if I do snack, it's like dark chocolate. Sometimes it's almonds. Sometimes it's um, berries of sorts. Sometimes it's ice cream. Okay. Sometimes it's yogurt and apples. Like it yeah. just depends on what it is. But it's not as often that I snack. My primary <laughs> self-soothing <laughs> method has been uh, online shopping. Oh yay! It's been really bad. Um, mm-hmm. But I've got. I went from like not spending money at all because I was traveling and I had a reason to use my money. Yeah. To the point where now I think I'm kind of bored and I'm just looking for like a a new invention of myself. Right. And part of that is buying so many yeah. new clothes slash clothes I wouldn't wear before I started losing weight. Right. Well, um, it's kind of like it. It's yeah. It's like a treat yourself. Like, hey, I'm working really hard. I'm making my body into something that I'm learning to love again. So why wouldn't I buy clothes that make me feel fresh? Exactly. Yeah. And so that's like part of it, but still like it's getting a little bit excessive. So it's (laughs) not ideal at all. That's okay. My bank account is not happy with me. (laughs) My credit card company is though. They're like, please bitch, spend some more. Yeah, please. (laughs) That's not quite enough. Please don't pay this off. You can up your credit limit. I'm like, no, thank you. It's good. It's good. I'm good. We're fine. (laughs) I love that for you. But I guess going off of touch, it very much is because I like, comfy clothes like i buy Mm -hmm. a lot of athletic wear yeah um and i do also like self-massage a lot okay i will like massage my feet massage my neck massage my hands like like find pressure points kind mm -hmm. of or just yeah 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 i find that super helpful like yeah when it comes to releasing tension anxiety okay yada 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 that's super fun Mm mm-hmm yeah or if I'm, like, really stressed and I need to calm down, like, yesterday, mm-hmm. deep breaths. Yeah. Kind of like how I, like, at work. Yeah. And you were kind of like, I'm super panicky and I don't know why. I'm like, it go outside. And just breathe. Have seven deep breaths. <laughs> yeah. And breathe for ten, hold for ten, out for ten. Yeah. Definitely. And that's definitely something that I'm trying to, like, like being able to notice, hey, you're feeling anxious. Something is bugging you. Mm-hmm. Breathe. Yeah. To, like, even just notice the signs of, like... Well, because it activates your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest system. And so deep breathing stimulates that back in the rest and digest and out of fight or flight, which is anxiety. Woo! (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely good. Mm -hmm. And then, so... Something I want to talk about with emotional regulation, it kind of ties into awareness um, or social skills, I guess, more so because it's not self. Yeah. Like empathy, empath, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I would like to say that I am an empath because I find myself to be very intuitive, very, um, I can feel others' emotions like strongly i know what's going on i can look at journey i can tell her that she's like having like a panic attack inside right now so nice because that's what i need i'll be at work and i'll just be like a little snippy and i feel really bad but then michaela will be like hey are you okay (laughs) then i'm like not really thank you for asking (laughs) yeah and so i don't know if i just like i'm good at picking up on people's micro emotions or whatever you want to call it but yeah i'm gonna go with the term empath and that's what we're gonna use for this feeling yeah and so with that I find that I need to self 
soothe and that's almost when i become more introverted than extroverted okay. is when i'm in a really high emotionally reactive situation yes so general day-to-day interactions with people fine dandy great love it <laughs> part of it is um some family reunions can get a little bit tense every so Yay. often when everyone's like spiraling a little bit and i pick up on that super heavy yeah and like don't get me wrong i love my family and whatnot but a lot of them are, i have a lot of very strong personalities in my family and when there's like any slight bit of tension it just gets icy yeah myself included yeah but oftentimes i'm not at the core of it and therefore i'm just kind of managing like trying to mediate everyone else right and then i need to like go isolate yeah to just kind of i'm like reset. under a blanket headphones in watching a youtube video something that makes me happy yeah because i'm tired of mediating people's like emotions yeah unconsciously and so- that's something that's really interesting because with my family, it was very much positive emotions only. Mm-hmm. So if you, if I was to go self-soothe, like just be in my room and just be alone to kind of like regulate after something, like if I'm just emotionally drained, that mm-hmm. like wouldn't go over well. Yeah. They'd be like, well, why are you sad? I'm like, I'm not sad. I just need to process Mm -hmm. and that's something that i learned because we're both enfjs Mm -hmm. that's something that we have to do is we need to kind of take a step back from the situation to process what we're feeling and what we're thinking Mm -hmm. before we can like go forward which is interesting though because like when you hear the e like the extroversion side of it yeah you expect like boom high energy hey how's it going nice to meet you i love you blah blah blah. like you want to be around people 24 7 but like and I do typically, mm-hmm. but I need to be around calming yes. people. Yes. And so when there's uh, tension, distraught, I like to coil up and dip out. Yeah. And either find company elsewhere, or I like to, like, I mean, I guess even company. My YouTube videos, like, I often go to YouTube videos because I love the vlogs aspect of okay. things, and I like how. It, I follow certain creators that um, I, I'm inspired by, and I'm like, oh, I want to do that. So it kind of shifts it out of this like chaos mindset into like an ambitious mindset, mm-hmm. which I mean, someone could possibly say is a mode of distracting yourself. But at the same time, I think you need a certain amount of distractions to like yeah. keep yourself alive. Well, okay, well, even with because Bones was my safety TV show. Mm-hmm. I was studying forensic anthropology. Mm-hmm. So by watching my safety TV show, I was also motivating myself to be like, hey, this could be you. Yeah. So, like, I think it was a very good, a very a good mode of distraction because it is still motivating you and still mm-hmm. moving you forward instead of just keeping you stuck in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, totally. And, and like, yeah, like, I don't know, we can talk for hours hours but it's like it's because it's your friends you get along and blah 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 right yeah so that's where i'm like i know i'm not introverted because with my my people Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter oh 100 percent. it's it's that it's just around either really like reactive people and high emotional people yeah um they're just like exhausting it's it is because i'm trying to help overcompensate like yeah all of that kind of stuff and it it wipes me 
yeah 100%. takes me right out and then i'll sleep until noon and then everyone like bitches at me about why oh you're so lazy i'm like well I'm this like, is why you're exhausting i'm like i'm fully drained yeah i'm properly drained yeah like catch me when i'm properly drained and then there's agitation which is not part of regulation just adds a little bit of gasoline to that fire exactly yeah. just a nice little little flare you know yeah well that's something that like mm. When I have children, I want them to be able to, like, express their emotions and have me not get mad that they're feeling that emotion. Be like, hey, I'm overwhelmed. I need to go sit in my room by myself. Mm -hmm. Be like, okay, thank you so much for telling me that. Go do whatever you need to do to feel better. Yeah. Like, I want to very much have that. Because that's something that's very important with emotional regulation and self-soothing is teaching proper habits proper habit <laughs> as a child <laughs> i don't know why that's hard for me to say <laughs> so that when you're an, ad- an adult and you're in that highly reactive situation you can still be like oh nope and then just work through it mm-hmm. instead of like saying something that you don't mean or like doing something that you don't like or wouldn't normally do but you're just in a stressful situation mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it's like, you can teach that, and you can play that, but it's almost like everyone needs to have that in order for it to be effective, and let me, I'll explain why. Okay, yeah. I had a friend who I, once I kind of got into this, because I was very, um, forced, kind of, uh, in a way, to very, like, self-regulate and mediate fairly early on uh just because of strong personalities in my family i'm not putting blame on anyone it's been it's been great and it's life is fine yada yada yada. but i often took the part of the therapist yeah which required me to practice self-soothing and be my therapist to myself in many ways so it came to the point where I'm like studying psychology and I have this friend and she's super emotionally reactive, loved her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was having an overwhelming day and I'm like, I need to go to my room and just chill. Yeah. I'm not mad. Like, let me be. Yeah. And she still took offense to it. Right. And so it was so hard for me to be like, I said everything right. I did everything right. Yeah. Like, like why? And so that's where I think it takes a, a lot of um, self-work to get to that point where you can then teach it and then domino effect everyone's able to express themselves without judgment without fear without yeah um i don't know any feelings of resentment exactly and that was something that um like when bryce and i first moved in together mm-hmm. i was doing school so i was at home all day long i had no one to talk to i was all by myself in a new city like mm-hmm. he was my person and so when he would come home I was like a dog. And I was like, oh my goodness, how are you? How are you? How are you? What was your day like? What was your day like? And I was mm-hmm. just like on him constantly. Mm-hmm. And so he had to tell me like, hey, I love you. I need five minutes when I get home. I've been around people. I've been out in hot weather. I just need time to decompress from my day. It doesn't mean I don't like you. Mm-hmm. I, ju- it just, I just need a minute. Mm-hmm. And so that was really hard for me to hear because I was like, oh my gosh, he hates me. He doesn't want to like mm-hmm. talk to me 
But then I was like, no. And then once I started working, I was able to kind of understand more so of, like, what he was meaning. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, that was a really stupid way to react to that. But, like, yeah. now we're at a place where I can be like, okay, like, you just need to go be on your phone, watch your videos, do whatever to decompress from the day. And I need to do something else. Yeah. I often do that now because I, I like, whereas I'm so used to customer service and I like customer service. Yeah. It, it does. There are days, it's just, it's long, it's a lot. You're talking to it's people so constantly. Draining. And so when I come home and even like my parents, when they like ask me a lot of questions and stuff, it's like so simple. Yeah. But I'm like, I just need to go upstairs. I need a minute. Like, yeah. I'll talk to you in a second. Because yeah. I, my brain is like, well, you've just been <laughs> on all day and you're like, yeah. I just need to be off. Yeah. Like, plain and simple. Again, this is where, like, to calm myself down or it's not even like a, I don't know, calm yourself down, but, like, to just decompress. Yeah. TV shows, YouTube videos, laying down. Yeah. Mindless scrolling, things that I don't have to think about before Mm -hmm. I can be like, okay, now I'm hungry, now I'm going to eat, then I'm going to do this next thing. Yeah. Sleep, rinse and repeat kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Lovely. And that's a big part of my morning routine. Like, that's how I I get in the mindset for my day is my morning routine. Right. If I don't have, like, an hour before work where I can just eat, relax, digest, yeah, my day is going to be off. Right. And that's, like, the only routine I really have. For me, it doesn't matter if I work out before, because mm-hmm. I don't usually eat if I work out in the morning. Yeah. But I need, like, after the workout, before work or my next task, I mm-hmm. need at least an hour. Right. And when you're studying, like, nutrition and mental health... A lot of um, mood regulation comes from food first thing in the morning. Okay. So it's just kind of like a subconscious thing. Like, no wonder I'm so adamant on breakfast. Mm-hmm. And I find it so calming to, like, it makes me happy. I love food. It makes, like, to, for me to have whatever I'm craving at the time, whether it's like a scrambled egg, veggie mix. Yeah. If it's right now, it's avocado toast on sourdough with pomegranate seeds and sprouts. Yes. Love it. <laughs> it makes me so happy. All winter, it was like oatmeal with berries. and mm-hmm. But to have that and be able to like sit, eat, digest, watch my show, that is so crucial for me to have a good day, to have right. a good start to my day. Yeah. No matter how many hours of sleep I have beforehand. Okay. I oftentimes will not sleep in and skip breakfast i will make a point to have breakfast and just be a little bit tired i'm so the opposite (laughs) i'm so because i love i i really would like to be the kind of person who gets up has a good breakfast sets herself up for the day Mm -hmm. but i'm not a morning person (laughs) and i don't like eating in the morning and i don't like anything i make for myself and if I watch a TV show in the morning, I will fall right back asleep. <laughs> it literally doesn't matter where I am. Polar opposites. Uh, yeah, North and I, south. We're, uh, literally, like, even when I was starting work at, like, 1230 or whatever, I would turn on Criminal Minds and watch that while I ate lunch or whatever. But by the time that episode was done, I was like, I'm ready to go to sleep. That's so weird. Yeah. Because I don't even don't, need to finish an episode. Like, right now I'm watching Stranger Things. And yeah. they have, like, an hour and a half long episodes sometimes so i'll watch like whatever time i have 30 minutes or so pause leave come back to it again the next morning you are wild (laughs) (laughs) that is straight up chaos (laughs) 
<laughs> well, no. oftentimes there are lulls in shows, right? So there's, like, a good pause section. I guess so, but I always just, like, watch it through the lull, and then something big happens, and I'm like, ah. Well, now I have to watch the whole thing. Well, because, like, right now I'm at the part, like, before this morning, I had, like, things to do, right? Mm-hmm. So, for example, from today, I worked out at 6.15 because I had an appointment at 10.30, and then I had to meet you at 9 yeah. to get my stuff here so we can record. Yeah. Um, so that it wasn't sitting in my car while I was in the city. And so I worked out at 6.15 to 7 so I could get home and shower and wash my hair and then make and then pack for today's episode and by the time I packed it was like 8 o'clock so I made my toast yeah by the time I started eating my toast it's like 8.20 8.30 and I had until 8.50 before I had to leave to meet you right and so I watched from like 8.20 to 8.50 so like the half hour they were like I'm at the point, it's like episode six or something. They're like in the underworld yeah. and they are just making their plan to go do the next thing. So I'm like, pause, that's it. Moving on. Oh my goodness. Now I'm here and it doesn't bother me. But yeah, so for me to even just start, like stop it halfway through, it still puts me in like a mind fog or like a brain fog where I'm just kind of tired for the rest of the day because I hmm. just like relaxed maybe too much. Is it because you associate tv shows with like nighttime like winding down probably i can fall asleep to a tv show in a heartbeat see i can't oh my goodness no i put on bob's burgers to fall asleep yeah no tv for me is like daytime stuff movies will put me to sleep okay so i'm not often a movie watcher yeah movies to me is like nighttime but tv shows doesn't matter tv shows for me mostly are morning um because in the evening i often would have something like schoolwork to do or working out or yoga or whatever yeah but so yeah for tv shows it doesn't bother me at all interesting okay that's so funny (laughs) i can't believe how opposite we are but yeah no so so like again back looping back to Mm self-regulation it's the good food it's the blanket doesn't matter what year what season it is what time of year always have a blanket on love me a fuzzy blanket yeah yeah. blankets are necessary i'll be wearing like booty shorts underneath them because it's so freaking hot but yeah. i want a blanket over top 100 percent. that's so calming right yeah and then because the monsters i have my food you. whatever i'm craving at the time and then the show and then yeah same kind of thing for dinner sometimes i'll just like crave a very specific meal for dinner and i'm like i need to make this if mm-hmm. i'm going to have a good sleep okay otherwise i'll be thinking about it i'll be craving it yeah it's all i want so yeah when I get sick, I crave A&W chicken strips. That's so weird. When I'm, like, throwing up. That's so weird. Yeah, it's cold apple juice. I hate apple juice. I hate <laughs> That's it. That's so weird. When I get sick or when I get the flu, it's cold apple juice and chicken nuggets from A&W. Interesting. That's, yeah. And big thank you to Chamberlain Coffee for working with Sometimes Spotted Slaps. As you guys know, Journey and I met working in a coffee shop, so coffee is our love language. And Chamberlain Coffee is a coffee company that was started by Emma Chamberlain, and we are so proud to partner with her. If you love coffee as much as we do, then we know you'll love this. There's no shortage of coffee paraphernalia you can purchase from her website, as well as matcha. She has coffee bundles and instant coffee mixes and just makes coffee as accessible for everyone. Exactly. 
So get up to 15% off plus free shipping and a free gift when you subscribe for auto delivery at chamberlaincoffee.com. You can also get another 10% off when you sign up for text at chamberlaincoffee.com. And bonus, if you have a Keurig, then you'll love that there are new coffee pods available. And we have the link for that over on our website. So if you're interested in Chamberlain Coffee, you can head on over to sometimesbossapps.com and you can find the updated links underneath our affiliates section. I Yeah, okay, when I'm sick, it's chicken noodle soup, mm-hmm. saltine crackers, mm-hmm. and chai tea with honey. Huh. <laughs> Sound a little more disgusted. Well, okay, so I don't love... <laughs> don't, I don't like tea and I don't like honey. That's so weird. I know. Okay, that's fun. That's funny. <laughs> Cold apple juice and chicken nuggets, though? Like, fresh out of the freezer kind of apple juice, like so cold that's and so chicken weird. strips from A&W they have to be from A&W so weird yeah I, I don't Cause know like, why yeah because the apple juice feels good like cold on my throat which is not doing good because I've been puking trigger warning for vomit talk <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I don't know maybe I'm just low on protein and I just need a good well probably are I get the like crunchy from the chicken like the tryptophan maybe and then just like, yeah, Weird. I don't know. I've never actually had those things when I've been sick, but that's what I crave. Because that's because yeah. So, oh, and for me specifically, it's like chicken, like Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Yeah, with marble cheese cubed into it. Oh, and then I almost like drink the broth first. Yeah, and then it's like the cheesy mess is like intertwined with like the noodles and veg and chicken, Ooh. and I eat that. So yeah. it's like a soft meal. Yeah. So I, yeah, scoop the chicken broth first, eat the cheese bits after, once the broth's all drained. <laughs> then I have my tea. You just deconstruct your soup. I do. <laughs> I do. It's a process, okay? okay. Like, it's pretty... No judgment. And then I'll just like, or, oh my gosh, <laughs> let me know if you're the same way. You'll crush almost like an entire bag of salting crackers into your soup. Mm-hmm. Like, So it's like soggy... Like, it's like cracker crumbs that you let sit on your counter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so exactly. almost so there's almost no broth, and it's just all like what once was soup mush. <laughs> love it. I love that. For Sick you. mac. I've definitely done that. All about it. Yeah, and I will munch salt cre- saltines like it's like just not tomorrow. Oh my goodness, that's just I would just I used to go to my grandma's and they used mm-hmm. to have saltine crackers, and I would just slather. Slather the right word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Butter on a saltine cracker. Oh, I could never do that. And just eat it. For it's me, it's so always good. toast. Butter has to be melted. I can't... I don't like cold butter. Oh, my goodness. Unless no. it's on finished rye bread. That's very specific. It's so good. <laughs> I Don't ask me why. Okay, no. It's actually finished no. butter. Like, when I was in Finland, it was just so good. Yeah. But when I was in Finland, I could not get Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Boo. And saltine crackers. Or ginger ale. So I got really sick and I couldn't leave my apartment. And I don't know why I felt embarrassed to like talk to my friends about it. Being like, hey, can you bring me? Because I lived so out of the way from everyone else. Yeah. So I just felt awkward. But my roommate, who we we weren't like super close, but we weren't not close. Like she heard me not having a good time in my room. Yeah. And so she's like, do you need to get you something? And I'm like, chicken noodle soup, ginger ale, oil oregano. Yeah. 
<laughs> she later called me a witch because she's like, what kind of witchcraft do you want oil of oregano for? <laughs> it helped. And I'm like, listen, my naturopathic grandma did all this stuff. <laughs> um, it does help. It helps with the sore throat. Yeah, it burns, but it helps. It's absolutely disgusting, but it does wonders. Do not hate me if you try oil of oregano when you're sick, but your throat will thank you. Yes. After it says fuck you, but it will thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but no, and then like the so the only chicken soup she could get was like a chicken chowder, oh. so it was creamy. So I had one bite, threw up instantly. Yeah, way 100%. too heavy. And then there was no Canada Dry ginger ale. Surprise, surprise in yeah. Finland. So there was like this ginger soda. Oh. thing that she found and then she just found like just plain crackers yeah and so the soup did not sit but I, I had ginger soda and crackers to give myself some like electrolytes again because i had like lived off of water for three days that's so good because <laughs> i had no food well i had like cookies and like i don't know a few things in my thing but nothing i could eat yeah yeah i had no pasta even pasta and butter like that would have been something but uh, none yeah, of it because i had just gotten back from Canada and I hadn't shopped yet. Oh shoot! Yeah, yeah. So, returned home for Christmas. Went, flew back. Blah blah. blah. Got sick on my way fl- flying back. Right. Went to bed. Never left my bed for the next three days. Okay, so this reminds me when I feel very stressed. Hmm. Um. I like to vomit. Weird. So I don't like to. It's not fun for me. Um, <laughs> Your but body like, likes to... My body, as a way to kind of reset, I will get sick. Like, I will, like, puke. Like, at Christmas time, mm-hmm. I was so anxious about driving home, and then it was so busy at home, and then I thought I had Gavin's pink eye, and then I was freaking out <laughs> about that, and then we had to drive home, and then I was so anxious about starting work because our boss wasn't there, and then I, like, all of that stress, like, manifested, and I just, like threw up and it's it's that's something that's been consistent my entire life i think that's your sympathetic nervous system because your body when you're in like for example being chased by a tiger that's like the common example so when talking about the nervous system likes to release whatever's in it so that you can run faster okay so a lot of people when they actually have to run from a tiger bear whatever they will shit their pants or piss their pants right this is a very common response okay vomiting would be part of that so yeah and with that it was like i didn't i don't get sick until i get home and i relax mm-hmm. and so then like we went on a trip to belize oh. a few years ago and i was so stressed because i was missing midterms and like i just wasn't at home mm-hmm. and then as soon as i got home like that night i was violently sick for like days weird i wonder and if you so just like, like exhausted your immune system then or yeah, something it was just like a so that's how i self-soothe <laughs> Does that count as feeling? Is that physical touch? Yeah. Well, it's very physical. Is your stomach acid against your esophagus physical touch? It is. It makes me feel so good. Yum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Toothpaste brain and... I'm going to put a trigger warning on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Content warning. Like, if you don't like vomit, yeah, don't watch. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's so funny. I love that. Yeah. Anything else? Music self-soothing are you i am like obsessed like i will full volume a song in my car when i'm like upset angry whatever i go for a drive and i blast music not so much go for a drive anymore gas prices are way high oh my goodness yeah whenever i can like i am 
blasting music and just singing, dancing, letting out whatever. It's often when I'm angry, mm-hmm. whatever kind of negative emotions I have at the time. Yeah. Or if I need to cry, sad music. Right. Mm-hmm. I, music hasn't been like a huge part in my life. Hmm. Like I can enjoy good music and it's really fun, but like I don't, I don't turn to it. Interesting. And like if I am feeling like exceptionally angry and I just need to be in a space where that anger is like accepted, I don't know, mm-hmm. I'll put on like an angry song, but I don't have to, I don't have a lot of angry songs on my phone. And so I don't even know where to go to get the angry song. <laughs> and so then I'm just like, oh, for me, well, it's like three days grace. Like I am back in eighth grade. I am an angsty teenager. <laughs> I am screaming. I hate everything about you. Yeah. And then something stupid happens. I laugh and I'm done. Yeah. Oh, that's released. Check. Moving on to the next thing. Yeah. That's yeah. so weird that you don't like music. I Music has been such a huge part of my life. My mom, maybe it's part of it. Yeah. Always had music playing, always singing something. You could say something in a conversation and she had a song for it. Yeah. See, my mom is very musical and so she'll like sing songs or whistle or whatever, but she never listened to music. So hmm. music was never playing. Wow. And so like, oh, I guess as a kid, like we'd karaoke and we'd sing songs, but like that mm-hmm. was more of like a performance mm-hmm. than like a self-soothe. Okay. So, yeah. Interesting. And so even like, that's something that I've yeah. always been a little bit jealous or like envious of, of um, some of my friends who like. Like, oh my goodness, I found this really cool song. And then they show it to their mom. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my goodness, that is so cool. But then yeah. I'll do the same thing with my mom. And she won't really, like, give me a reaction. Because that's not something that she's ever been interested, interested in. in. Wow. No, I, I sent a song to my mom today. <laughs> I just send her things I know she'll like. Yeah. And there's a lot of, like, she has, like, a playlist of, like, songs that I showed her. Yeah. That will always, like, remind her of me. And then, same thing. I have so many, like, memories attached to songs with friends and so if i want happiness i'll tend to play a song or a playlist that reminds me of a time yeah like all my playlists on my phone are absolute shit mixes there's not a theme for any of them yeah but i just have the time of year and the and the year that it was added okay and so if i want to listen to music from summer 2019 yeah and think about summer 2019 that's it and all those songs relate back to that and there's certain memories within that yeah and see i wish that i was like that yeah but i just i it's not something that's ever like if i'm just at home and i'm like making supper or whatever for me to turn music on to have i won't i'll like watch a tv show or turn on a podcast okay yeah wow interesting we're learning so much about each other so interesting (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) yeah and so like so i guess positive and negative self-soothing that's like the last thing i really think we need to touch on as far as self-regulation goes right now well and even how we've touched like the senses there's ways that you can self-soothe that Mm -hmm. um cater to your senses okay so i have i just like took a little screenshot so like sound you listen to songs happy memories yeah that's a way to self-soothe yeah you touch you take a hot bath or a shower yeah so i'm less that but i have many friends who are that yeah who love water and which even bryce he takes a lot of baths i don't know if he wants me to share this Um, (laughs) (laughs) too late (laughs) oh well he won't listen um he'll take a lot of baths 
And so, like, sometimes after a long day, he'll just, like, come home and just, like, sit in a bath and just watch videos on his phone, decompress, feels good, comes out, new man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's so physical, like, I can imagine. So, like, it working in construction. It feels good yeah. on his muscles. Yeah. To just fully. relax. And so then for sight, you, like, flip through a photo album to kind of, like, or watch a familiar show, kind yeah, of. I, I, yeah, I would say not just photo album, but, yeah. Yeah, everything. That, too. And then taste, like, make a cup of tea or eat something that's... Mm-hmm like chocolate for me yeah and then smell like burn a favorite scented candle or incense or I'm not a smell person me neither not a fan of candles no they give me a headache if yeah i i'm sensitive to fragrance and that yeah. comes with i mean if you want to talk nutrition wise and whatnot some chemicals and whatnot that are found in chem- in candles and whatnot but mm-hmm. if i walk in like somewhere like bath and body works Whew. Will, I can't be my eyes out my eyes will go blurry yeah it hurts mm-hmm hundred like, percent. I cannot like I will often wait outside down the way so I don't smell it. Yeah. Or if I walk in someone's house and it smells like bath and body works, I'm like instantly I'm like, Can we can we stop that? It's just yeah, it's too much. And like I have a candle that I've been searching for the scent for forever mm-hmm. and I love it, but I like it just with the lid off. I don't mm-hmm. actually like it lit. Mm-hmm. It's almost too much. Yeah. Or if I light it, it's only for like ten minutes. Yeah, exactly. And then I have to turn it off because my eyes are starting to water. Mm-hmm. And I just, I can't handle it. The only time where smell is, like, comforting is, like, a fresh-baked something, rather. Yes. Fresh-baked bread. Clean laundry. I don't even care about that. I don't use scented laundry detergent. I don't... Because I'm sensitive skin. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I just, I appreciate clean, but not, like, a harsh chemical clean. Okay, yeah. Like, a fresh clean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A really natural clean. Or fresh air. Yes. But I think that has less to do with scent and more to do with, like, oxygen. Yeah. Regu- they definitely Oxygen would. calming your nervous system. So then would an example of, like, self-soothing, I guess, like, being calmed by the scent of rain? Yeah. And, like, fresh-cut grass. Yeah, I would say that. Kind of, those are two, probably two coffee of my favorite and, smells and coffee. Yeah. yeah. Coffee now does not um, <laughs> trigger a good... It's when not bad, but it's like a... Oh, okay. Here not we what it used like, to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's thing with, like, work, right? Yeah. Well, even, like, I find on days where our boss is working, the coffee shop smells like how when I first started, mm. and it brings me back to such a, I'm like, whoa, this is a throwback. Yeah. But then, when it's either one of us, I don't get that. Interesting. Probably because there's, like, cologne or something with it, Something, too. Yeah, yeah. There's just, like, a certain mix. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I guess we want to know... Did any of this resonate with y'all? Um, what do you do to self-soothe? Is there any other things that we didn't mention that are fun? I guess there's like yeah. positive and negatives, right? Like for me, my excessive spending is a negative form yeah. of self-soothing, um, but self-soothing nonetheless, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's different, yeah. there are definitely different levels of like, mm-hmm. where like, like rubbing my cuticles is different than chewing your nails or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, to find things. a way to practice the mindfulness and mm-hmm. doing that. And it's important to start, like, while you're young, I guess, so that you have a good foundation. And, like, even just reading through one of the sources that we had, um, I found that a lot of the notes for helping, like, a young child self-regulate, I need to regulate myself. So it's, like, take a nap. Mm-hmm. Like, read. Play do something else mm-hmm. and so even like at work the other day i was really grouchy and i'm like i'm just so tired i need to take a nap mm-hmm. to just kind of like off on 
Yeah. Yeah. So if you're lacking in those, yeah, like looking up the different types and seeing what resonates with you, right? Like listen to your gut, like what feels good on a positive list. Yeah. Right? Because overindulging in garlic bread can feel good for everybody until it's not. Yeah, exactly. Um, But like try to see if going for a walk calms that's down. That's a huge one, yeah. Because that's oxygen, that's nature, that's... Um, it's movement, yeah. all serotonin releasers and dopamine and yeah, oxytocin and yeah, you're yeah. getting all of all of that good stuff. So try going for a walk. Try taking a deep breath mm-hmm. if you can. Take a deep breath in nature. Yeah, um, most importantly, even grounding. Grounding was really um, mm-hmm. interconnected with a lot of the sources that I found for self soothing. Was just like put your feet on something like grounded to just kind of reconnect yeah i was gonna say for those who don't know grounding is basically walking barefoot on grass yeah that is you're you are connected with the earth um it can be fine on concrete as well but the best is like soil to feet yeah to kind of reconnect yourself with the rhythm Mm -hmm. of the earth and just how so you can stand close your eyes take deep breaths and kind of get reattuned with nature Mm -hmm. it tends to help a lot and that's what a lot of people are missing in in such a a city populated definitely high rise and something that's very important like even within the city is um the like five four three two one grounding exercise Mm -hmm. um which is really good for panic attacks so like you look around the room you name five things you can see you focus on four things that you can feel you name three things that you can hear, mm-hmm. um, two things you can smell, and then one thing that you can taste. Mm-hmm. So it's fairly simple, but it just kind of reconnects you with your surroundings and kind of mm-hmm. just helps a little. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that on that. We want to hear from you guys what you want to hear. Do you want to do a segment? Yeah. Let's okay. do a fun. We're going to do a fun little segment. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, I have a BuzzFeed article for Would You Rather. Ooh, we love it. Um, Okay, so I don't like that first one. Um, Would you rather get a paper cut between your fingers every time you touch paper or bite your tongue every time you eat something? Oh my god, paper cut. I would just avoid paper. That's true. That's a lot I can't avoid food. So that's the majority. That's 68% of people who have taken this quiz choose the paper cut. Okay. Would you rather always feel like you're about to sneeze but can't or have the hiccups for the rest of your life? Always sneeze. Yeah, 100%. Hiccups are painful after a while. I love the hiccups. I mean, the sneeze. Oh my god. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I literally... The other day, I was going out for brunch with um, my boyfriend and brothers and I like I sneezed from when I left our parking garage till I arrived at the restaurant. So you'd rather get the hiccup one then? No, I'd rather sneeze. Okay. <laughs> I was like, this is so fun. Hachoo, hachoo, hachoo. <laughs> Such a release. I know. Would you rather be able to detect any lie you can hear or get away with any lie you tell? Get away with any lie I tell. Detect. I don't want to know that you're lying to me. You don't want to know? I don't want to know. <gasps> I'd rather get away with it. No, I want to be able to detect. Because I got nothing to hide. I don't lie. yeah that's a lie (laughs) just that's a lie no i do lie i have lied but i really don't have anything to hide it's not really like i don't have many secrets so i don't really care and i'd rather like know everyone's secrets because i'm a little bit nosy 
Oh, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Would you rather have to use sandpaper as toilet paper or have to use hot sauce as eye drops? Who? Hot sauce as eye drops. Mm, I think sandpaper <laughs> is toilet paper because you can choose the grain. How many more times do you wipe your ass in a day than you use eye drops? That's true. I've never had an eye drop. <laughs> <laughs> so you would rather have a raw asshole than the hot sauce every periodically eye dropped? Um, okay, maybe I changed my mind. Okay, but like if I get a bidet then... I'm not using toilet paper, oh? so I don't have to use sandpaper. That's tea, okay. Don't know that I'm totally okay with the idea of a bidet, though. <laughs> that makes me so uncomfy. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, would you rather have taste buds on your butthole or poop through your mouth? Taste buds on my butthole, I think. Yeah. I neither. I think. like they're both. You're both tasting poop. Either way, yeah. But at least it's not like... You don't have to see it through your mouth. That's true. That's true. A hundred percent. Oh, God. Um, oh, would you rather find out that the universe was created a couple days ago and all your memories and knowledge are fake or find out that you're in a coma right now and this is a text message from your doctor using advanced technology to wake you up? Oh, shit. The first one. That everything's fake and the universe was created a couple days ago? Yeah. I the thought of being in a coma and being helpless and not truly living my life is so sad to me. That's true, but like he's texting you to wake you up. Yeah, but then you have to deal with like the aftermath of being in a coma, blood clots and learning to walk again and learning to speak depending on what it what it was and I would rather just like have my own little ignorant peaceful whatever the heck. Yeah. And then start my life today. Cuz you have the knowledge. But I guess so. That's a good one. I was definitely going to be, like, coma, because you don't know what kind of coma it is, and it could be... I think coma is, like, too unknown for me. That's fair. And see, the universe being created a couple days ago and all my memories being fake is freaking me out. So, you know, if I walk into, like, that, and then say, like, nothing is as it is right now, and I'm suddenly, we're suddenly back to, like, Adam and Eve or whatever. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind being a, a pioneer in that. Okay. Okay. You know? I like it. I like I like to start things. I like it. That's true. Um, no, that one hurts me. Would you rather live to be a thousand years old but have to bury countless family members and friends along the way or die at a hundred years old but all of your family members and friends live to be a thousand without you? Uh, no, a thousand. FOMO. Major FOMO. Oh, a hundred percent. I want to be a vampire so bad just so I can live forever and learn everything. Like, I'm, I'm very comfortable with death and it's, that doesn't bother me as much as it would some oh like um, me yeah <laughs> so i would I, it's, it's sad to lose your friends and family but yeah i would rather be the last one at a party than the first to leave <laughs> yeah no that's fair because i feel like you would lose your friends and your family and that would be very devastating but like you would then make more friends yeah and have more experiences like yeah. you still have relationships mm-hmm. i don't know plus to live through like, like mul- centuries, hundred, right? So multiple yeah. centuries or whatnot. Yeah, like, live a like thousand a years. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the amount of changes is terrifying, oh but Even also a hundred years. The amount of changes is phenomenal. If I could go back, I think I would rather go back though a thousand years and live through that until now. Yeah, rather than the future. I'm the future scares me a little bit more. Yeah, especially the way we're headed. I see very much apocalyptic type 
virus yeah. things going on. My brother thought on. the world was going to end when that Rogers at work happened. He's like, outwork. <laughs> outage. <laughs> when the Rogers outage happened, mm-hmm. he was like, this is the end of the world. Like, what do I need to do to prep for the end of the world? Oh, wow. And I was like, cool, I love that. <laughs> I didn't Sounds really like 1999. Yeah, literally. Oh, my God. Um, me talking about 1999 is if yeah. I'm like only one year old. <laughs> I don't know. I was two weeks old when 1999 ended, so I can't really say that I was a 90s baby. <laughs> Would you rather get diarrhea every time you laugh or throw up every time someone says your name? <sighs> Those are both awful. That's I like to laugh. But, I know. Me too. But if people... Is it like if someone says my nickname... I don't know. I, yeah, I think I would I would go throw up every time someone says your name. Yeah. And then just go by, like... Something that's something not else. your name. Yeah. Yeah. If that counts. If that's but a- then, do you think that whatever you go by would then kind of become your name after a certain amount of time? So you'd always have to be changing that? Yeah, I don't know. I'd rather throw up every time someone says my oh, name, though, I think. Yeah, than diarrhea every time I laugh. I, just, I would not have clean pants. I laugh oh a goodness. lot. No, I would constantly be shitting myself. Oh, that'd be awful. <laughs> See, there we yeah. go. Would you rather know when you're going to die or know how you're going to die? Oh. I'd rather know when. Because if I died doing something that I thought was really fun, I'd rather that than be afraid of everything. Yes. And if I know I have a time limit, I'm like, oh yeah, it's going to be whatever 2027 yeah so be it yeah because then you it Mm -hmm. gives you kind of like a okay well these are all the things i want to do i only have until then so i can just do all those things right now Mm -hmm. versus like i would not want to know how i died because i'm already a nervous person you'll be like bubble wrapping yourself yeah yeah so yeah um would you rather be forced to wear wet socks every day for the rest of your life or be forced to wear winter gloves over your hands for the rest of your life. Oh, shit. I think winter, winter gloves. Winter gloves, yeah. I mean, wet socks. I just think the, the soggy feet, I hate that wrinkly feeling. Yeah. When you are when you get too wet. Yeah. It's like an overstimulation for me. I cannot handle it. Yeah. Gloves would be annoying because I like doing, like, very intricate things, but... Yeah. But you could have, like, the... Mm-hmm. Like, gloves, not mittens. So mm-hmm. you could still, like... Yeah, I think that would it would have to be that. Yeah. Ugh. Neither. <laughs> um, would you rather never be able to lie or never be able to tell the truth? Ugh, never be able to lie. Yeah, that's actually a truth. really easy one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm way too truthful for my own good. Yeah. Again, word vomit, like, yeah. hi, nice to meet you, I'm Michaela, and I'm blah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my entire life story. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, that's pretty much it. Cool. Other than the one that's like, would you rather pry off your thumbnail with a fork or put a toothpick under your big toenail and kick a wall? Uh, probably the wall. Like, I hate that feeling. I hate that idea. But at least it's quick. Whereas, like, prying your thumbnail off, I feel like it would be slower. Uh. I hate that I can feel, like, both of those and just uh-huh. imagine myself in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. No, I'll just skip that one, because I don't want to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. And on that note... Thank you for watching again. 
We yes. hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, follow- talk to us. Yes. Please. Let us know what you're feeling. Send us a DM. Follow us on everything. Um, we'll have a note section on our website. You can submit questions, comments, experiences, stories. Exactly. Give us a review. We'd like to hear what you think about us and what you'd like mm-hmm. from us. Yeah. Comment on the YouTube video. Uh, turn on the bell looking. notification if you if you're on YouTube. Yeah. Subscribe bell notification so you can get notifications every time we post. Yay. Um. Same thing for the audio. Yeah. Just subscribe. Subscribe. We'll be on all major streaming platforms so anywhere you listen we'll be there mm-hmm. and yeah ta-ta for now ta-ta for now bye, bye. So big thank you to Blueland for working with Sometimes Spotted Slaps. If you're passionate about the earth and a clean home, then these are the cleaning products for you. Blueland is a company that sells eco-friendly cleaning products on a subscription basis. You can buy the welcome kit, which comes with dissolvable tablets of the products and reusable containers for each product. I got the Clean Sweet Kit, which comes with a foaming hand soap, laundry detergent, powder dish soap, dishwasher detergent, multi-surface cleaner and bottle, bathroom cleaner and bottle, and glass and mirror cleaner and bottle. And I love it so far. It has done exactly what I need it to do. So there are so many kits that you can get. And once you have what you need, then the tablets can be mailed out as needed. So you can just order the tablets and you don't have to get rid of the bottle as if what you do when you go to the grocery store now. So we love that they don't send out useless plastic bottles with each product and you can just pop a tablet into the bottle and reuse it. So if you're interested in incorporating Blue Land products into your everyday life, click the link in our description and or on our website.